I'm an adult virgin. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't fucking know. I've only had like four beers, so. Only? Oh, fuck you. I'm about to have six at the end of this bitch. All right, welcome to the New Music Podcast. We got your two regular jackoffs from upstate New York. My name is Patrick. And I'm Kyle. Now let's fucking get it. We have had a very, very, very boring week so far. But the news has been pretty good. We've got some pretty interesting shit to talk about with you boys and girls today. And old news because we took a while to upload. That, that may or may not have happened. <laughs> I cannot confirm nor deny. Uh, so let's uh let's just dive on in shall we um one of the first ones i'm ready to talk about is this knocked loose inside a wall of death in minecraft oh bro bro when i saw that bro i lost my mind i was like are you fucking kidding me bro uh i'm like surprised but not surprised at the same time because i do feel like there's probably a large amount of people who play minecraft who listen to Knocked Loose? <laughs> Yell at other players trying to sound like Knocked Loose's screamer. If, if, okay, first of all, if you're playing Minecraft and you're yelling at people, you got a problem. You got a problem. I, I'll be honest, I don't know the first fucking thing about Minecraft. You come over to my house, Pat. I'll teach you how to play Minecraft. That's the creepiest thing I think you've ever told me. That's a fact. <laughs> Over, let's go play some Minecraft. Yeah, let's go play some Minecraft, babe. Um, no. Um, no. <laughs> Minecraft and chill. Uh, no. I. The sad part is that's a very effective um method for asking somebody out. <laughs> yeah, if you're like going after nine-year-olds, <laughs> just Look. putting that out there. I'm just going to say this. A lot of the, the people I work with are college kids, and all of them play Minecraft. Fucking why? Fucking why? There, though, I do go to – I work at a Starbucks that's right – I mean, yeah. I can't say anything. I can't say anything because I, I do sometimes stream Minecraft. I'm not going to lie. Ah, eating your own words, Kyle. Eating them. Yes, I'm the nine-year-old. <laughs> you are so – age confused you're a nine-year-old at heart but you've got the body of an 80-year-old no like like a mindset of a nine-year-old plus a 30-year-old and my body is like a 60-year-old man i don't know i'm going through a midlife crisis but i don't fucking know i'm fucking 23 (laughs) i can't wait to grow old with you kyle I fucking hope. You better put a ring on it, you son of a bitch. In, in three years' time, Kyle will be doing this podcast from a wheelchair. Yo, you fucking you better shut your fucking mouth. I swear to God, bro. Well, it was nice knowing you. Facts. All right, let's get on with this show. Anyway. We've got, we got a good old article by the... Uh, by the good old Vincent Neilstein, Neilstein. 
Uh, it sucks. Uh, starts off with today in a double dose of things that I and an official old do not get. <laughs> yeah, he's got like a clickable link for an official old. Not that I want care or even want to know what the fuck that is. But in any case, knocked loose. And then in parentheses, not for me. Performing inside a video game, Minecraft. Never played it. So we're coming out the gate swinging. He literally is just saying, I don't want to talk about this at all. But here's an article I wrote about it. <laughs> Whatever. Journalism at its finest. I mean, I'm not going to act like we haven't talked about shit we didn't want to talk about on this show before. But that's true. Moving on. Today in a double dose. Oh, God damn it. Let's, yeah, let's read over the same thing I just read. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Pat. Start it over. <laughs> let's do this intro five times. Why not? I um, swear to God. <laughs> but I ain't going to hate. A little late for that. I think it's badass that the band is trying new things, especially in isolated times when folks so badly need entertainment. And super especially since mosh pits won't be allowed for months, if not longer. We about to get into that shit. We about to get into that shit. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, the band's performance was part of the virtual festival, which is Block by Block West. Is that supposed don't to look be at me? On- don't look at me. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Or something like that. I don't know. Um, and saw them inside a wall of death amongst the concert concerts watchers in a little virtual people ran in which little virtual people ran into one another on cue from opposite sides of the venue. And, and, and just like in real life, a few stragglers remained in the middle, completely oblivious to the whole fucking thing. <laughs> you can check out the video on Jordan UHL or at Jordan UHL on Twitter. The video is right there. I'm watching it right now. And I will tell you, it's exactly what he I haven't seen it yet. So Yeah. It's uh Okay, I'll be honest, it looks a little less like what I would expect from Minecraft and a little more like what I would expect from Lego in terms of like video quality. It's pretty cool though. Still. Something worth checking out if you are into Minecraft, knocked loose and <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, All right, I get it. Chill. <laughs> and uh, since we're all still on Metal Sucks, let's also talk about how a pastor's sermon about burning buttholes turned into a metal song. Oh, yeah. I forgot we were going to talk about this. Completely forgot we were going to talk about this. But I got to say, I love this, this uh, little, I want to call it a thumbnail, um, this little image of this, this trucker-looking dude, arms out, legs spread, and just blowing a huge ball of fire from behind his ass. It's great. It's fucking great. Good old Axel Rosenberg here with the, uh, with the title. So there's a pastor named Jave, uh, Jave, what's a Jave? Um, James David Manning, and apparently at some point during the Obama administration, he became convinced that a whole lot of people are going to need a lot of preparation age. 10 out of 10. 
good, good, good stuff. Great. Thanks. But Obama's been out of office for almost four years now. And while we are currently suffering through a pandemic, I have not heard a whole lot of rise or a whole lot about a rise in cases of burning buttholes. Then you haven't been to my bathroom. Then you haven't been to Taco Bell ever. <laughs> Facts. Like ever, ever. Um, regardless, Andy Raffald. Raffald. <laughs> Sorry, I seized out trying to pronounce this guy's name. Um, a longtime creator of metal viral videos has turned a pastor's has turned Pastor Manning's sermon into a highly entertaining metal song. Just how good is Rethfeld's uh, video? It will make your butthole burn. It's that good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Axel Rosenberg. Thanks. <sighs> yeah, check that shit out. It's worth checking out. It's uh, pretty entertaining if I do say so myself. Even just watching it on mute is still pretty entertaining because of the <laughs> various expressions this guy's making. His whole uh, vibe of like <laughs> reminds me of uh, Wolf on Wall Street, but like the exact opposite. Oh yeah, like ooh, it's more. Like <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening to this in audio format, I do apologize. You don't get it. What else? You just we- don't get me. <laughs> you just don't understand me. You just don't understand. Anyway. Why'd you ghost me, Rachel? <laughs> Yo, that hit me in the feels. <laughs> <laughs> that hit way close to home. Anyway. I don't think I have ever been with anybody named Rachel or ever will be. Well, I mean, you're kind of married, but... <laughs> Don't give me that look. Don't give me that look. What else we got for home, Kyle? <laughs> what else we got for them? Anyway, uh, another Metal Sucks article by our boy Axel Rosenberg. Uh, this is Slipknot Eminem mashup of Corey Taylor's dreams. We're only going to go through this quickly. The idea of Corey Taylor dreaming... I know what that man's thinking about in his sleep. <laughs> I just, it sounds like the product of nightmares. And if that's what this is, I'm looped up. Let's get it. Anyway, uh, a couple years back, Slipknot Corey Taylor revealed that he is, quote unquote, dying to collaborate with Eminem. Now YouTuber William Marranick, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, has made Corey's dreams come true, sort of. Uh, he mashed up Slipknot's Unsatanned with the rapper's Soldier, and it works quite well. So maybe it's not a quote-unquote true collaboration between Taylor and Marshall Mathers, but likely as close as we're going to get for a while, if not ever. Um, let's just play it real quick. It's it's a, obviously a liquidity sh- I can't fucking speak. Obviously, it was a pretty short article. (laughs) 
Let me come up with that. Alright, let's just skip a little bit. I mean, it's hardcore. Does their drumming and the way that Eminem spits his lyrics, like I felt like those would flow well together if you oh, got yeah. BPM. Definitely. I'm not surprised that this is being done, but I am surprised that there's not more of this already. So, oh, um, yeah. Did you say made this? Fuck, I got rid of it. Hold on. Hold up. I got the article in front of me. Thank God. Uh, William Moranchi. I totally i definitely butchered that i'm sorry dude you probably did better than me (laughs) m-a-r-a-n-c-i so maranchi i don't i could be wrong i'm gonna check out this youtuber i hope this guy does more shit like this because i kind of i kind of fuck with it i kind of with it ah yeah i forgot that i had this art this random uh article just thrown in here the uh study that marijuana could help fight off covid19 shit I'm telling you, like I said in the live, if you didn't check us out on live, fucking check us out on the IG. Um, we're trying to stream every week, at least one one time a week. Um, but um, we were talking about this, like I honestly, like all jokes aside, I mean, it kind of is a joke, but I guarantee you, if you like liquidized it like a dab and like inject it, you'll be fine from everything. <laughs> like at this point. I'm not even going to lie to you. I think that if you get yourself, your hands on the right strain and you find out what works for you. Oh, yeah. Not everybody's an indica guy. Personally, indicas make me fall asleep most of the time. And they make me very bad. I'd like that. That'd be awesome. Good if that's what you need. If you need help sleeping, then indica all the way. Then, you know, a lot of people use weed to help them fall asleep. That's just a very, very normal use. Mine is just alcohol, but... You know, recently I've stopped doing that. Um, I've been drinking cans water, cans of water. Who would have fucking thought that that would have helped me? Not yeah, liquid death. That liquid death shit is it. I mean, it's water. It's fucking water. It's what you expect. Um, I do like drinking water from a can, though. I need to find a cheaper alternative. But liquid death, I got to give them that. You guys kind of put my uh, – you gave me a reason, like a method that works for me to quit drinking as much and stay more hydrated, which is something I'm trying to do. So um, props to those guys. They put my they put me on speaking the Speaking right. of drinking, speaking of drinking, since I gave up soda, I've been really – because I really want to try this new Mountain Dew that's out, the fucking – the shark thing or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know, but it's like – I <laughs> I didn't hear it. Anything that you just said, I'm not even gonna lie to you. NATO, NATO, whatever the fuck it is, I don't care. But like, I just want to try it. That's all I want to do. But but you don't want to drink soda. Yeah, I really don't. Have you been uh, feeling better since you've stopped? Uh, it's been a while since you quit smoking. You quit vaping. You quit uh, soda. Yeah. Problem. Um, abstinent. <laughs> yeah all i need is to be absent 
Um, but um, I feel I definitely feel better. Um, I have noticed since I've been drinking uh, Samuel Adams, other than tonight, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely the aftertaste feels like I had like a soda, if that makes sense. Um, because they're like stouts mostly, right? Or lagers? I think so. I'm not sure. Or lagers. So, uh, why why is it that my first thought is, oh, aren't those made with milk? I don't know which one. There is <laughs> like milk stouts are obviously a thing, but like there yeah. are that are made with milk. Um, but yeah, like especially Samuel Adams, the the porch rocker. Mm-hmm. It definitely because, like I said, it tastes like ginger ale. So it's like. It definitely has like an aftertaste, like that that kind of like sticky kind of feeling, that that you want to have like a fucking water to get rid of it. But that's basically all I felt. Like the only thing, the only drink that I really miss is Mountain Dew Code Red. That's really the only fucking Mountain Dew I miss. Not even gonna lie, and Baja Blast, obviously. But I mean, that's a given. Yeah. Which you don't have to go exclusively to Taco Bell for anymore, which is fucking cool. The other thing I'm also going to miss is I can't make my famous uh, Kyle drink with um. Oh, yeah, the uh, the cranberries, uh, cranberry Mountain Dew. Oh, Mountain Dew. The cranberry Mountain Dew with Jägermeister, by the way. Try it. Just fucking try it. Try it. Trust me. It's fucking good. It's- like, literally add a shot of Jaeger, maybe a little bit more, and a whole can of that cranberry fucking Mountain Dew when it's in, obviously, Christmas time. But it's fucking good. Really good. All right. Let's – getting back into the metal news. Yes. Topic in particular, um, we're going to come back to that, obviously. Um, there's – we, we talked about this um, on the previous episode. It was episode 42 about how Ghost, uh, Tobias, um, however you fucking say the rest of his name, Tobias from Ghost um, had <laughs> um, sent some uh, paperwork to Ghost Vodka in an attempt to, uh, I guess, some sort of a, a, a lawsuit. And yep. so we have a follow-up on that. I have the uh, Metal Sucks article in front of me here, which is the Vince Neil, by Vince Neil scene. Ghost Vodka fires back at Ghost the Band. Tobias is no stranger to litigation. Um, yeah, so if you if you want to know more about that, check out episode 42 where we talk about um, Tobias sending over that lawsuit to Ghost Vodka. But it says here that uh, following an assertion from legal representation for Ghost that the band will indeed be pursuing some seemingly ridiculous lawsuit, which... I have to agree. It's pretty fucking ridiculous. Yeah, a little bit. Against the British spirits company Ghost Vodka. The vodka maker is fired back with a statement that outlines the two companies' past dealings with one another and calls into question the character of Ghost leader uh, Tobias Forge. That's that's the name, Tobias Forge. Yeah, that's fucking edgy. Um, uh, the statement released exclusively to Metal Sucks reveals that Ghost, the band, first contracted 
or contacted Ghost Vodka about a collaboration in 2016, but the vodka company declined to pursue it for reasons that aren't specified. Now, I think it is entirely possible that they didn't want to have direct dealings with a well-known satanic band. Um, I think that that could have had something to do with it. Maybe. Or a lot of companies simply won't associate with anything that is overtly satanic, which makes sense. I mean, if it goes against your beliefs, it goes against your beliefs. There's no reason to hold a grudge against that. True. But if I find out that that's the reason why there's this whole feud between the two companies, I would that's actually kind of weak. Disappointed um, it, at Ghost the Band. But um, apparently, Ghost Vodka calls into question with why Ghost the Band then waited four years to file a lawsuit, speculating that a new that a need for income in the stream <laughs> be a motivating factor. Damn, they're trying. Rip trying to they're just going at it for the money that's fucked that's a little bit and i mean let's be honest ghost the band does pretty well i don't i don't think that that's the reason i think that that's a, a cheap shot if i'm being honest. yeah if it if that turned out to be true oof <laughs> that's a big oof because i i gotta give it to them like for being for being what they are it's impressive how far they've come Oh yeah, they they do pretty well for themselves. So I doubt that it's something as simple as a cheap cash grab. Um, but the Spirits Company also questions Forge's character, citing a history of legal action. And here's the quote: um, "We have seen Tobias is we have seen that Tobias is no stranger to litigation and is suing people with an alarming degree of regularity." It also uh, seems that there are many questions over his integrity and the authenticity of the origins of the concept, his brand and has uh, built upon in the first place. The company did not specify which litigation it is referring to. Although the latter part of the quote presumably makes reference to the lawsuit brought by former members of ghost in 2017. So this is not the first time that these guys have had a run in. The statement concludes with a rallying cry for small businesses, fighting entities with more money and resources saying we aren't willing to be bullied or compromised by um, forges corporate lawsuit assault simply on merit on the merit that they can afford the legal bills that we can't. So I don't get exactly what their message here is, is that are they saying that they want their money or are they saying that they have the have money you know what i mean you i i'm seeing i'm seeing a, a bit of a contradiction here yeah in the, uh story but the uh, company continues to point out that its target marker or market is completely different than that of the bands and that the word ghost has been widely understood and used in both personal and business settings for centuries. so there's a very long um, statement that Ghost Vodka has put out, and I am not going to read the whole fucking thing because I mean it when I say it is a mile long. But I will, <laughs> I will mention the last part at the end that is highlighted, and it says, to all small business out there who have been – let me start that over again. Uh, it reads, to all – I love you, Pat. <laughs> I fucking love you. <laughs> you know I'll go in and fix it in post. I don't give a No. <laughs> I must sound intelligent. 
here on the wrong podcast. <laughs> to all the small businesses out there and anyone who has been pushed around by someone in a position of power, this one's for you. So yeah, I definitely think that they are playing um, a bit of a hypocritical card here by saying that they are the ones being bullied here, but also saying that their attempt to do this is a cash grab. I think that there's a lot of personal factors here that aren't being expressed. Yeah, honestly. I mean, if, if definitely when it comes to like, oh, it's a cash grab, do you not see their career or... You know what? I'm curious right now. I'm actually going to see what um, Tobias is, his net worth. I'm actually, yeah, look that up because I'm curious because if it's if it's a cash grab, that's fucking petty shit, bro. That is fucking petty shit. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. Oh, boy. Here we go. Give, Give it to me, Dad. Oh, you know how most of the time when you Google somebody's net worth, it's it's that. Yeah. This one was not quite that easy. All right. And um, estimated net worth in 2019, 1 million to 5 million approximate. That's a big fucking gap. Gap right there. But it says the previous year's net worth was between 100,000 and 1 million. So in 2018, he. Who's doing this math, bro? Who is doing this math? Obviously, he worked for Regis. Fucking <laughs> cow. Adam. Oh, I'm a savage. All right. If you don't understand that joke, check out episode 10 where we talk. But anyway, like, that, that's a big fucking gap. Like, what type of fucking math is that? So, we know for a fact that it's not a money grab. We <laughs> know for a fact. I doubt that it's a money grab. Doubt it. I doubt it. But we'll uh, keep you guys posted on that. I think that we'll just continue to keep uh, keep up with it as the story progresses. Um, more than likely, one of two things is going to wind up happening. Either Tobias will back out or they'll reach some sort of a settlement. But I don't think that there is... I guarantee you it's going to be like a settlement. Yeah, it's going to be like a settlement. I don't see him backing down from anything. It's just going to be a settlement. But the thing, the problem is that this is heavily rooted in they want to own the name Ghost, and that's kind of hard to do. Yeah, can't fucking do. It's not gonna work. It's just not. No, not so, at all. I know they're in the wrong in a lot of ways, but we just gotta kind of get it out and see exactly how it's gonna play. So, moving on. This is a metal, metal injection article. Uh, inventor of hazmat suits for concerts made sure to have canisters for drinking and vaping. Cool. I mean, if I was vaping, I would be in heaven. <laughs> I would be in heaven. Because the air can't exactly escape. Well, never mind. I just realized what I was saying out loud. It's water vapor. Nice. <laughs> but anyway... I don't know if you can see it, but this is kind of the... Oh, oh there we goes. What the fuck? Yeah. What What the actual fuck? Okay, I'm just going to be honest, dude. The This prototype right here, all right, is silly. People aren't... No, it really is. I, 
it obviously is a prototype, so it's gonna look fucking stupid. Obviously, looks like some silly photoshopped shit that's supposed to be like a rip on. It looks like it's supposed to be a rip on some sort of uh, Fortnite shit. That or it's a six nine joke or some shit. All them fucking colors. <clears throat> the can. Speaking of, I didn't even realize, but did you know that they took him off the? Uh... Yeah. Yo. Yeah, I saw that, dude. They're not playing. No, I I don't blame them. Like, I mean, here's the thing. Okay, we're we're gonna go on a little little bit different here. We'll, we'll get back to the hazmat suits, but I listened to the new song. I'm not gonna lie to you, I listened to it. Because it was overly hyped, oh, in my opinion. Overly hyped. I thought it was garbage, like his other shit. But he had... Excuse me. I don't think it's right to take him off. But on another standpoint, I can see why they do it. But in my opinion, they shouldn't take him off. That's just my opinion. I agree. He should... He should be number one, honestly, because he got a lot of streams on YouTube and on Spotify and all that other shit. So he deserves the money that he is supposed to be getting. No, now I, I think that there's a necessary amount of reform that, like, he needs, oh yeah. like any other criminal. You know, you you got to treat him like like. I think people have like this weird perception of what criminal reform actually is. And so when I see how people talk about a guy like six nine, like yeah, we know he did something wrong. Yeah, I mean you write him off entirely. He needs to find his own way to make yeah. up. He's done, and he knows that. But at the oh same, yeah, he's not doing himself any favors by doing this whole "I'm back and they mad" shit. Like I mean, I can see. See, here's the thing. Get to that. I I like that he did that. I do. Personally, I like how he did that. But you also got to think, because he also went on Instagram on live and said, pretty much said his side of the story, basically. And I can see why he did it. And I can also see why that he made this video. He made this live explaining himself. And... You know what? I, I agree with most of his statements of why he did or why he made this video and music. And I also agree that he should not be taken off of the billboards. I do agree with that. Fuck that. He made his song and it made um, over a million views in a day. Fucking pay that man. Fuck off. Like, I'm with you. I, there's no reason to remove like first of all at the end of the day you should be separating the art from the artist anyways I think that that's something that like I stress as much as I can like I really stress that when minus David Vanity but that's besides the point oh Davi Vanity fuck that guy fuck that. yeah first of all fuck that guy and second of all his band's terrible but anyway let's carry on <laughs> okay at the end of the day like artist perspective so we're gonna have our own kind of like point of view as to like whether this is good or this is crap or whatever yeah um, if you look at Davi Vanity's music from a purely comedic standpoint, there's a lot there. Oh, yeah. A lot there. Like, if you're looking to that for a laugh, there you go. You, you got what you wanted. 
if you can laugh off off of the all the cringe that's in the video, more power to you. But and like I'll even say like when they were going more, um, uh, they were going for a more um, adult type sound. Like they had songs like "Violent Pornography" was the name of one of their songs, and it was going like a Nine Inch Nails direction. And I thought, oh, this could be good for that band, and that maybe they'll actually start to sound good over time. They'll right. do what Fail Brides did and like start off sounding like a cringy emo band and then actually start to sound good as time. <laughs> yeah. I thought that could happen, but at the same time, Davi Vanity's just a piece of shit. Like he just, he's violently abused many underage women. And I think that there is, I, I think that's a little bit worse than most uh, killing because I, I have a very unique perspective on that. I think, I just think that, when you are a violent rapist or you have those types of tendencies, I think that in a lot of ways that's kind of worse than killing people yeah, because you're right. leaving people emotionally, like you're breaking people for the rest of yeah. the And that's worse than just straight up killing them. Yeah. But anyway, going back to six, nine, I do not agree that they, like I said, I don't agree that they took his shit off of the billboards. I think that at all to be you know heard the same way anybody else does yeah his if if he has done something noteworthy it should be it should be on the record oh yeah definitely especially how good it was views wise and how much popularity it got so honestly i think he should be put back on the billboards and he should be number one 100 he should be number one just from that video alone but obviously I'm not, I don't get paid the big bucks to think. So I say the same shit at Walmart. I don't get paid to think. <laughs> well, if you did, then you'd be broke. <laughs> That's a fact. That's what this podcast is for. They're, this is how we get paid to think. Uh, <laughs> now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Got them. and we're back (laughs) and we're back (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah as you as we were saying about the uh the mosh pit the mosh pit proof suit or whatever the fuck oh yeah anyway let's get into this the inventor of hazmat suits for concerts made sure to have canisters for drinking and vaping how much do they want for that fucking hazmat suit that's a fact that's because aren't gonna pay like a thousand dollars to this outfit people most people that go to these concerts that are looking to mosh are not wearing an outfit like that anyway no would you pay thousands shell out thousands or let's just even like lowball it and maybe a couple hundred dollars for this hazmat suit that's definitely a lowball definitely a lowball sweaty and disgusting in and oh yeah to throw out uh All right, so let's get into it. As society continues to deal with the COVID-19 outbreak and realizing that the end is still a ways off, people are getting restless and want to go back to shows, us included. (laughs) We really want to get back to shows. You and me both, boy. (sighs) Anyway, uh, there have been several concepts from virtual shows to drive-in shows to even first socially distanced shows. Uh, recently, an LA design firm who works in a, 
in the concert and gaming industry has offered their own solution. The hazmat suit suits optimized for concert experience. Production club main man, uh, the main man of production club, uh, Miguel uh, Rizzo, which is Mike 808, uh, was interviewed for a piece by NBC New York, and please, if you have two minutes, you should watch this video. Uh, while this is still in, in the conceptual phase, hope I said that right. I think. Uh, I hope I did. Uh, the way um, I'm just gonna call him Mike. Uh, the way Mike sees this working is you would rent these suits for from the venues that means venues would be responsible for having and storing hundreds of these suits and disinfecting them after every show i've smelled what guar's costumes smell like i can't imagine what these things will smell like after a year year of beer Honestly, like, I can't imagine, like, especially, like, Slipknot's masks. I can't fucking imagine. No. 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 Just no. no. All the no. <laughs> no. Anyway. Uh, and speaking of beer, because Mike knows fans want to have a great time, they made sure to build valves so you can drink alcohol and vape responsibly. Uh, and more... Morbidly curious, I'm morbidly curious about trying one of these things, uh, but they have yet build, have yet to build a prototype. Would this be something to see yourself wearing? Could you see, could you see a hazmat mosh pit starting? Um, no, no, because no. these look stupid expensive, stupid expensive. It looks like you could literally go to space with them. Like, <laughs> uh, metalheads would rather have the actual hazmat suit anyway. They yeah. could, they'd probably think, "Oh, this makes it look more, you know, all this, you know, whatever." But at whatever, the, it, it's not gonna like we're already gonna have to be spending a stupid amount of money to go back to concerts. Oh yeah, that's just a fact because it's gonna be shut up and take my fucking money. <laughs> like, pretty much. And especially the way that it was designed, which I showed before the break, like that looks stupid expensive and easily broken. Yeah. Easily. Especially if you want to vape or drink, like you're, you're just going to destroy it. You, imagine someone spin kicking the, <laughs> the top part. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Crack the shit out of it. Hurt. Not to mention, like, how many of those are you going to be able to take? Yeah, seriously. Either you're going to take, you're, you're probably going to take one or two spin kicks. And then it's going to, well, if you actually can take a spin kick without a suit, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. But these things are going to be fucking padded. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like. Obvious health concerns. Yeah. So we have addressed those in our 2.0. Has. <laughs> Hazmat suits for the mosh pit 2.0. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I, I personally, I mean, I'd like to see it, 
but I wouldn't want to wear it, honestly, in my opinion. But People are going to wear them on stage long before they wear Oh, yeah. That's just my thought. My thought. Yeah. <clears throat> Moving on. Moving on. That was, was that the end of the article? Yeah, that was the end of the article. All right. So, moving on, uh, we talked a little bit about Chris Hansen, a little bit about Davi Vanity. Well, apparently, more people, more women, I should specify, more women have come forward to help Chris Hansen investigate Davi Vanity. And it's overwhelming the amount of response that this is getting. Like, if you type this in on YouTube, you can go down quite the rabbit hole. You could I don't doubt it. Several hours watching people talk about what's going on here. Um, but for those of you that don't know, um, Chris Hansen helped investigate Onision and uh, got that man put behind bars, which is a good thing. Um, yeah. Continuing his investigation um, into Blood on the Dance Floor, uh, the singers, the singer Davi Vanity, sexual allegations with. Megan Hood, Elizabeth Boborg, and Huffington Post reporter Jessalyn Cook. Now, I know Megan. I've heard her talk about this. And so it's actually kind of cool to see her like actually actively in the midst of this because she was terrified to talk about all of this. So I'm proud of I'm proud of everybody who's taking the effort to step forward because that's a big fucking deal. Oh yeah. Now Starting off, Megan or uh, Hanson asked Megan about how she met Davi Vanity initially. And like most people that have met Davi Vanity, they started off as a fan. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your mental well being. But um, came to find them through MySpace. Uh, she went to a Blood on the Dance Floor concert at the age of 11 with other friends of hers and her sister. They briefly. Um, had an introduction at that show, but nothing major happened. Hood also uh, shared her experience with Cook in her 2019 report. Now that's uh, with Huffington Post. She, when she was around 15 or 16 years old in 2014, she says she get, began pursuing. She says he began pursuing her romantically. Vanity alleged um, wanted to allegedly wanted to meet her after a concert in Colorado. They went to a movie together, uh, which Hood's aunt brought her to. Vanity allegedly pressed, uh, pressured her into kissing her during the movie, which was her first kiss. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Um, later, uh, I, I don't want to comment. Just keep going. Her aunt, I'm getting progressively pissed off, so just continue going. Her aunt... Um, Picked her up, according to Hood. She knew something was off about uh, the situation. Later that night, he called her um, and wanted to meet up again. She describes her experience uh, being sexually assaulted by Davi Vanity after he convinced her to go outside of her house where she already was. She says she ended up giving him oral sex that night, and he was very, very violent, ripping her hair out and leaving her bleeding. I want to meet this guy so fucking bad, bro. <laughs> I want to fucking see him so fucking bad. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, because I'll go to fucking jail. That's what it is. Yeah, I know. Um, 
Hansen also brings Elizabeth Faborg. I'm sorry, I'm probably mispronouncing that. Um, who knew Hood and also helped uh, helped out bring the horizon. Blood on the dance floors merch person sell t-shirts. After Hood called Faborg, she asked Vanity about whether or not it happened, and he denied everything that Hood said. Vanity allegedly made Hood say that the incident never happened over the phone with Faborg and several others present, but remaining silent. Faborg, she, what were you going to say? I said, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Come on, alternative press. Let's chill. Let's chill here. <laughs> <laughs> Faborg says that she met Davi Vanity when she was 12 while they were both on tour or while they were on tour they became, fr became friends online uh, once they were living in the same city they became friends uh, she says her experiences with him never involved anything overly sexual until she, start, until she turned 18 allegedly he made remarks about her looks, but nothing physical had happened until her birthday. On her 18th birthday, Vanity and their group of friends uh, were planning to go out drinking at his home. That's not going out drinking. That's... Anyway. Um, Whatever. He allegedly got her alone in his room to help him with his makeup when he started touching her chest. Ugh. That's... I just continue. I'm just continue, please. He then describes her own experience of vanity forcing into forcing her into oral sex without consent. He allegedly told her to never tell anyone or he would kill her. I don't know. Part of me has a hard time believing he can be convincingly violent or like that, but there's such a long track record of girls saying yeah. exactly that. In my opinion, he looks like a bitch, and he'll always stay a bitch. But I don't, I don't personally see him saying that. But you never fucking know. But further, Faberg says that she asked if he wanted to do that since she met him. He allegedly said yes when confronted about meeting her at the age of twelve. He said he knew her age. She. Uh, reiterates the point that Davi Vanity's manipulation involves befriending her parents and making himself seem like just a friend until he crossed a line. Finally, Hansen also brings out Huffington Post reporter Jessalyn Cook to discuss her investigation, which brought the situation back into public light. Cook explains her thoughts on why Von, uh, Vanity is still able to get away with what he's doing by saying he's had police investigations against him that didn't go anywhere. She says that she, uh, she says during her reporting, she came across a police officer who dropped the case claiming that there wasn't enough evidence that, and the victim had wished their pursuit, uh, wished they pursued it further. Um, elsewhere in the interview, the three guests discuss the harassment they've received though speaking out why they didn't reach out um, to the police uh, further. But 
There's more details about that in the uh, video itself. That's something you would have to go to having a seat with Chris Hansen um, on YouTube to check out that particular interview. So absolutely go check that out. Um, I'm going to have to go and actually watch that later. Yeah. But let's, uh, how are you feeling, Kyle? Before we go on, how are you feeling? I think you should know by now. <laughs> You'll uh, remember how heated he got during the William Control episodes. And let me tell you that like, I wish we had caught that on video. Like, but the, see, the difference is, like, I understand William Control's story now. So that's completely different to what this fucking douchebag is. Yeah. There's other interviews about this too. You can go watch Jeffree Star talk about it because Jeffree Star is very open about um, how he... Everything. Well, actually, that's true. He's very open about everything. I don't like him either, but that's besides the point. But Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. This iced tea on trapped shit. <sighs> can we stop talking about trapped... Like, please. Please. I promise. I promise. We won't even say trapped the whole time. We'll just we'll just talk about iced tea. How about that? <laughs> iced tea on beef. I'm not <laughs> I don't want to hurt the guy. <laughs> All right, so Ice-T has carved himself out in an adventurous career that has seen him archive fame as an influential rapper, a successful actor, and a frontman of one of the most controversial metal bands of the 90s, the band Body Count. However, it doesn't appear that a sanctioned bare-knuckle fight in his future. So, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. I, nobody I was going to have I wasn't expecting it. Like, <laughs> honest, the guy who has started it all kind of a big bitch he just just kind of he's got a big mouth and i guarantee you that he has been popped in the mouth for it but any and all footage or whatever has been scrubbed very hard nice dick this tiny little dick well anyway drop trail i'll suck them All right, so I'm just going to go right into the, uh, the part where Ice-T recently took part in a uh, fan Q&A overseen by Kerrang and was asked, when, when is that fight between you and the singer um, going to happen? Ice-T responded by saying, yeah, that's a weird question. I don't, know. I don't know that, dude. I've never heard of the band before all this started. I think he, is in, I think he was in an altercation. He's speaking of power trip and he's talking shit to Riley. Now, why all that started, I have no idea. But in the midst of this, but in the midst of this, he went off on the entire Sumerian label, which were not, which were no longer on. We're on Century Media. But in the midst of that rant, he included body count in one of the groups that he sells more records than, than on Pandora. And of course, like 
I, like we say on the street, keep my name out of your mouth. You could say we sell more records than everyone on Sumerian, but once he named Body Cow, I decided to say something. I just told him, keep talking. We'll bump into each other one day, which he took as a threat. Maybe, I, I mean, to be fair, that is pretty open. It's pretty open-ended. It's just, yeah. <laughs> we'll run into each other one day. Yeah. Like you guys probably have at this point. It's just, I don't think Ice-T is going to remember because Ice-T has way bigger fish to fry. Much bigger. Just a little bit. My boy, Danny Diablo, jumped in saying, don't speak on Ice-T because, believe it or not, people respect me out there. People were like, Ice, he's just going to use you guys for publicity, and I let it go. I think that's pretty straight fucking forward. Yeah. But the theory that you're going to talk shit to somebody and then get it in a charity boxing match, what kind of clown shit is that? <laughs> I could totally hear hear Ice T's voice saying that too. Oh yeah, definitely. Ah, uh, nah. If I do bump into him, it'll be in a parking lot somewhere, and we'll see if he wants to repeat his words. I'm not planning on fighting him. I don't want to hurt the guy. We'll just see what happens. There you go. That's exactly how I expect Ice T to yeah. himself. I think uh, I think this uh, next story kind of goes along with what we were saying with the whole mosh pits at <laughs> the mosh pit hazmat suits. Uh, Nightwish's vocalist says, "Don't feel sorry for yourself because you can't attend concerts right now." Does anybody feel sorry for themselves for that? We just want to go outside without wearing a mask. <laughs> That's all we want. Um, I don't need to read the whole article there because it's a lot of quotes. And if you want to know more about this statement, I mean, you can check out the Metal Sucks podcast as well, which doesn't have Vince Nielsen on it or Axel Rosenberg. It's a couple of other jackoffs who are very entertaining in their own way. But in any case, we shall move on. I have one last topic for this week's episode, and this one might get a little heated. I'm already heated, so let's get it. Calm down. I can't. <laughs> I ran out of beer. I can't. There's officially no chill left. No chill. For today's front man compares abortion to Hitler and Twitter's not having it. <laughs> I mean, come on. What more needs to be said? <laughs> um, f- All right. Uh, this is for listening to the new music podcast. We appreciate you. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? All right, we'll we'll get to the post itself in just a moment, but I'm just wondering, like, okay. First of all, we if you don't know who For Today is, For Today is a very, very preachy Christian metalcore band. It's exactly what you expect. Christian music, lectures. It, it, they're the kind of band that spends more time out of their set 
talking about God and Jesus than they do actually playing music. And you know what? There is definitely an audience for that. I've got nothing against it. You guys do your thing. You do you. I, there's, it is what it is. But You do you, boo-boo. The post we have here by Maddie Montgomery saying, imagine if when asked about the brutal prosecute or persecution um, and murder of over 6 million Jews and Hitler just shrugged his shoulders and said, my country, my choice. Just because someone doesn't live in a place you control, a nation or a womb doesn't give you the right to kill them. This is... Uh, you had me at the first half. You had me at the first half. It's, but you also got to think, like, Hitler was also insane, so... <laughs> like what do you fucking say you, you can't like defend anything or you can't you really can't now look i don't think it matters where you sit on on this whether you're pro choice or i thought you were gonna say if, if the fucking genocide of a million jews existed i was like bro you ain't going there <laughs> there because there's just no question that shit happened yeah i'll go fucking dig up my my great grandpa he'll t- he'll tell me all about it <laughs> i'm i'm done i'm not yeah I same with mine fucking happened like <sighs> but anyway as you'd expect, his comments were not taken lightly with a number of his former peers. I feel like I have to express that. Before this, they were all peers. They all had toured together. No big deal. All right. Ya boy, Metalcore Gatsby, the one and only Franzilla. Come in, comes in with a woof. That's, that's it. That's it. That's all the fucking guy said. That's it. <laughs> Kane Hill front man, Elijah Witt, comes in with a bro, no, bro, no, bro, no. You can find him on Twitter as Jesus Christ. <laughs> Emma Rosa yeah. guitarist comes in. Uh, Matthew Marcellus. I love when fairy tales dictate the way another person should live their life. Also, killer analogy. <laughs> I'm done, bro. <laughs> With front man Chadwick Johnson. Oh, big surprise. This guy's still an idiot. <laughs> Love it. Oh, my God. As of press time, Montgomery has generated 462 replies. You can dig into that here. Of course, it's not the first time that the band or its members have drawn controversy as For Today has a colorful past in the metalcore scene. That is fucking true. Um, yep. Their guitar... Oh, they're actually going to reference it. Okay. Their oh, gosh. Reynolds was infamously ousted in 2014 after he publicly expressed his controversial viewpoints on homosexuality. <laughs> he found himself in hot water for comments he made regarding the LGBT community and religion roughly a year later. 
he later attempted to clarify those comments. But who cares? You can't clarify homophobic remarks. You just can't. Um, no. Uh, 2015 uh, saw the guitarist uh, Samuel Penner ejected from the band with Penner allegedly they kicked him out over a religious statement. So uh, was also the aforementioned Reynolds accused of or uh, Reynolds accused Montgomery of being in a cult. So here's the thing. Every religion is a cult in their own fucking way. Technically, yes. Technically, yes. Just putting that out there. If this turns out to be true, you better fucking believe we'll talk about it on the show. That's a fact. Yeah, so... uh, Why the fuck? (laughs) Why would you compare a genocide of religion or any just a genocide in general to a person in their own body. Yo, you're going to love this comment right here. Oh God, here we go. Uh, when you send trapped a direct support offer for dream the prayer in 2021 and they turn it down. Rip. <laughs> rip. That's a rip. That's rip. The band broke up in 2016 after being together for 11 years. The only thing they've done musically together since then uh, is perform at late. Uh, we came in Romans uh, member Kyle Pavanti's uh, promised me tribute concert. Um, that makes sense. Those, those guys toured a lot together. So that yeah. makes sense. But I mean, the band's broken up. Like, why does anybody care? Yeah, seriously. But, like, I can understand why. But, like, why? (laughs) I can understand why, but why? Like, I can see, like, especially when it comes to abortion, like, I can see kind of the flack from it, from your standpoint, but, like, Hitler and genocide? Um, yeah, you're gonna get a lot. Like, a lot. And you're kind of a piece of shit. But, (laughs) when it comes to abortion, if, obviously, if nobody can get it clicked in their head, I'm for abortion. I don't give a shit. It's your body. Do what the fuck you want. I'm not gonna say, like, I I don't mean to interrupt you, but, like, I'm not gonna say, like, it didn't exist. Hitler didn't exist or none of that shit existed. Like, that's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> this is fucking stupid. Uh, so I'm going to low-key plug our uh, our Shopify store. Come buy our um, My Country, My Choice uh, t-shirt. Uh, you'll see an aborted fetus, and on the back, you will see Hitler giving you one of these. <laughs> Ah, fucking kill me. For all the black listeners, I am so sorry. (laughs) I love you, black people. We love you. We love you. Trust me. We love every single one of you. 
Thank you for checking out this week's episode of the New Music Podcast. Um, as always, check out the Instagram. We're going to try to set a more regular schedule, both for doing the podcast itself. Um, I want to get us on a regular upload schedule, as well as doing a regular um, live stream on Instagram. I think that that's uh, something that you and I both really enjoy doing. We um, do. So... Yeah, if you're not already on that shit, get on that shit. You'll be able to check out our past lives um, in the IGTV section. Um, I'm trying to upload some more snippets of the interviews themselves because there's a lot of cool shit going on outside of just regular episodes. We interview some very entertaining people. Um, so, oh, and give us a fucking review on Apple Podcasts. That would really, really help. Um, and if you share uh, any of our content, make sure you tag us. We'll share you back. We got you on that share for share bullshit. We fucking love you. And if you're watching this on YouTube, because it's probably going to become a video now, it's gonna. Um, I want you to like, comment, subscribe, and crowd kill the fuck out of that bell button. Crowd, kill the shit out of it, please. I want you to kill it. That was beautiful. Thank you. Because I, I can't yell anymore. I know. It's unfortunate, really. It really is. I can only hope that my video quality is going to be better in the future. <laughs> Trust me, your boy's working on it. You 40 ping. <laughs> I don't know why I said ping. <laughs> 240. I don't know why I said ping. That's completely different. Um, I think I'm going to start introducing you on the show as Redman. By the way, Boo Boo Kitties has not moved from that couch. Oh, he's and I'm, Oh, he's chilling. 100%. He's chilling. Oh, nice. So he's probably going to go fucking ham. When my sister gets home and it's like two o'clock in the morning. Proud of myself. I'm putting that beer away. Gonna drink it later. I was just about to say, you wanted one beer, but I heard you crack open another one. Yeah, I know. I only drank like not even half of it. I don't even remember. Yeah, I'm actually out of beer now. I drank my last one. Yeah, I'm j I just don't even want it anymore. But I mean, it is Keystone. So yeah, it is trash. It is it is it is garbage. It is dumpster juice that's been sitting there fermenting for three weeks, and you're just now getting around to pouring it out of your trash can. Sick. That's Keystone Light. Yeah. Does it get you drunk though? Well, <laughs> that depends on how quickly you want to drink that shit. That's true. That's that's technically true on anything though. Get out of here with your titties. Calm down.